Leadership File on Premier. It's my joy to welcome you to the Leadership File for conversations with leaders and experts on leadership themes. I'm Andy Peck, your host, and whether you're listening live on a Sunday or one of the many thousands who download the show, it's great to have you along. This week we have the first of two shows with two men from St. Louis, Missouri. They've collaborated over a book on leadership. David L. Stewart and Brandon Mann are their names. They wrote Leadership by the Good Book, Timeless Principles for Making an Eternal Impact. David is the founder of Worldwide Technologies, a company that has a turnover of $12 billion and 8,000 employees. Brandon is a colleague of David's and with David, the co-founder, managing partner and CEO of Kingdom Capital. In addition, Brandon is the founder of Biblical Business Training, a global non-profit ministry that helps people apply biblical principles at work. In this show, we focus on how they initially met and how God was involved in the businesses and ministries which they began. Uh, So it's a great joy to have you gentlemen on the show. And I understand that you first met uh, because you were both mentoring the same man. So I don't know who wants to tell the story. <laughs> I would, I'm going to yield to uh, Brandon on that. He tells that story extremely well. Well, thanks, Dave. And, and there, there's a classic uh, Dave example of just serving others, right? Putting others first. But we, we, we do have this, this intersection in our lives, this God-ordained intersection, Andy, and that is at, at fa- where faith and work come together. And at that intersection, uh, Dave was already mentoring a, a, a young man who had a technology firm, and this was in the early 2000s. I had met the same uh, business owner through a uh, wonderful program at my church that matched people from the church with entrepreneurs, specifically minority entrepreneurs, African-Americans, principally in the St. Louis area, but minorities more broadly. And the whole point of this was to bring together these communities in a way that each could learn from each other. So mentoring is always a, always a two-way street. In fact, I always feel like I've learned more from those who, quote unquote, I may have mentored. But uh, I, I began working with this, uh, this gentleman and, and talking about his business. But again, the undergirding, the, the, the foundation for the mentoring program that I entered into through the church was based on biblical principles. So whether we were talking about marketing, finance, operations, technology, we were all always looking through and had this, this foundation around biblical principles. So it turns out that as I was meeting with him on a regular basis, he began to tell me about another mentor of his. He said, I'd love for you to meet David Stewart. I said, wow, David Stewart. Now, in in my experience uh, working in St. Louis and with a national global firm as well, I I really respected worldwide technology. And not not only are they an amazing company that uh, is uh, globally successful, but also here in the St. Louis community and anywhere they operate, they're also incredibly philanthropic. So I knew about Dave through the reputation of his company, but I'd never met Dave. Well, as God would have it, we would meet. And we did, and I'll never forget, the first time I heard Dave was actually on a conference call. So this, uh, this business owner had patched me into a call he was having with Dave, and the, the goal was simply for Dave to coach him on a few things and that I would sort of, you know, echo those or chime in. Well, I found myself hanging on every word. Uh, 
The gospel according to John says Jesus came full of grace and truth. Now Dave will shy away from this comparison already, right Dave? But the reality is what is, what is a fair comparison is Dave's, Dave's conversation was seasons with grace and truth. And so I find myself really leaning into that saying, hey, I need to learn from Dave. As, and, and also I, I wanna do a, a, a reasonably good job of mentoring in my own way. And one way to do that with this, this business owner is not to dilute or distract from the things that Dave was sharing with him. So I ended up following up with Dave after that, that conference call. And the sort of the stated purpose was for us to get together and, and discuss how to sort of co-mentor and complement what we were doing with this business owner. The reality is I had an ulterior motive. I mean, just to be, I, I wanted to learn from Dave directly as well. So that's how we met. We, we ended up uh, meeting in his office. Dave called me back. I really didn't expect to, him to do that even when I, I just reached out, left a voicemail. He said, please come in and see me. I was scheduled and you know, within a, you know, a few weeks I was there and, and listening and learning. And the, the punchline to this story is uh, as Dave and I were wrapping up, his assistant was, was uh, had, you know, managed, time management's critical obviously and Dave has a long, uh, line of folks uh, waiting to meet with them. So as I was sort of headed out the door, I, I said one more, just one more thing. I know we're focused on this, this business owner that we're both mentoring, but Dave, would you be my mentor too? <laughs> and uh, his arms kind of wi arms wide open. He says, well, I thought that's what we were doing. And so the punchline <laughs> is uh, Dave, Dave's just uh, a person who uh, loves to serve others. And uh, that's the intersection we met at, was mentoring at the intersection of faith and work. That's well, a fabulous, fabulous story. I, I saw, yeah, yeah that's, it's, that's interesting that he, he says that, but uh, uh, the spirit of, of him of thinking in terms of service and commitment to others first, he has carried that same spirit. And I'm always um, uh, looking for ways to, to collaborate and, and partner with folks who are evenly yoked. And as I, as I met Brandon and his, his willingness to serve in that way to this, uh, this, this the mentee that we, we both had interest in uh, and helping and serving and supporting and so forth, uh, he brought that spirit with him, you know, and, and yielded to that, opposed uh, to his, his own self-interest. And as a result of that, we just, just, just joined together in this great spirit uh, in meeting one another not in the spirit of mentor, mentee, or anything associated with that. I, I viewed that I was getting just as much out of the relationship as, as him because he brought an experience and a perspective, Brandon did, in that relationship, uh, where I reference to the, uh, the scriptures, iron sharpen irons. And as a result of that, here we are uh, 20 years later uh, talking about a book uh, that we joined together on uh, to, the, to to share the gospel and and of service to those leadership uh, by the good book, and I'm so and he practically had to drag me across the finish line on this because I had so many other things that were going on that at the time. He was disciplined, he had a rigor and a regimen about making sure that this this particular subject and this particular uh, uh, book was published. Oh, it's, it's fabulous to hear you guys um, speaking so warmly and positively about each other. Um, Who uh, came up with the idea of the book? Well, I think we both knew that um, uh, we, we have both have a call to, to minister, especially in the workplace. 
Brandon having uh, established uh, biblical business training uh, many, many years ago, uh, recognizing the significance important of, of the Lord in my life, but of the Lord also in my life as it relates to our, the business that I do, and the kind of business that I do, the kind of relationships I want to build. And, and I view this, this business, Worldwide Technology, formulated in 1990 as a ministry, a global ministry, not only connecting to our people within the organization, our 8,000 FTEs that, that uh, direct, work directly for Worldwide, but our whole ecosystem of partners and customers and, and relationships we've built over that, that period of time. And, and they know that about us as well uh, in, in the marketplace. And so uh, as I take a look at the, uh, uh, that, I think both of us, knew the significance and importance of, of us um, sharing that uh, with the world, with both of our experiences and perspectives. And he's a generation behind me. So that, that connecting, for me, connecting uh, to the next generation in that way, in a significant way, uh, where he may be a better minister at, at that level uh, than, uh, than, than me because it may be a, some generational gap in, in that regard. Uh, let, let's me live well beyond my ability to be able to physically be here. We're look, both looking for eternal return on investment. So anything that we can we can pass on to the next generation, pearls of wisdom, and and uh, they all come from the Word of God, and the generations after that, because we are responsible for two generations uh, that we want to do. And so uh, as a result of that, we, we recognize the importance of leaving something of substance, a cornerstone. Uh, to to um, our, our, our faith, uh, and, and this is actually milk form. It's not really even meat. We we encourage people, yeah, to read the book. We're excited about the book. We think there's a, a words of wisdom that come from the Word of God, but it's milk. We want them to get really to that's a bridge to the meat of the Word of God, which uh, we we encourage people to do, and we encourage your audience to do as well. That. You know, the book we think is, is pretty doggone good because it, it speaks speaks of our heart from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, and how we relate it to business, but also as it relates to, 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 to life skills and culture and environment and so forth that we need to preserve, for, not only in, in, in this life, for, for generations to come. Well, you're listening to the Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by uh, David Stewart and Brandon Mann. And we're looking together at the book, Leadership by the Good Book, Timeless Principles for Making an Eternal Impact. We'll be back just after this. Welcome back to the Leadership File with me, Andy Peck. I'm joined this week by uh, David Al Stewart and Brandon Mann. They're the co-authors of uh, a new book, Leadership by the Good Book, Timeless Principles for Making an Eternal Impact. We were talking before the break about how the guys uh, met, having a, a mutual uh, kind of mentee and how they uh, ended up kind of uh, collaborating on the book as well. Um, I'm sure both of you can look back at, at key moments in your leadership life. And certainly as I, I looked at the book, uh, David, there was a quote in the book that struck me. Someone said, you are an African-American with no computer experience in St. Louis why would you want to launch a technology company and call it worldwide technology you say you had a quiet confidence that this was the right thing can you perhaps expand on that uh, you know the, you know the interesting thing about that is that uh, those who have eyes can see those ears can hear uh, as it says in the word and uh, well there was a moment in time in scripture that i 
really wanted to, I was searching for, for some, some answers about who am I? And, um, and as I go back to the scriptures, uh, the, the one scripture that lit up in me, that, that resonated with me, began to uh, recognize that, you know, that I was a child of the king, uh, joint heir in Christ Jesus, Abraham's seed, and all the promises associated with it. When I read Ephesians 3.20, where it says, glory be to God that works within us, that can do exceedingly above all that you can think, dream, or pray for. That made me look at myself a lot differently than maybe other people saw me as a uh, African-American male that, that uh, came from a small town, milking cows, slapping dog cogs, and, and what, uh, going to a state college, university, and graduating there, and uh, really nothing uh, very special uh, 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 about that. No computer experience, no engineering experience, uh, that that scripture came alive to me. I'm much more than that. To as as looking through the lens of, of, of Jesus, looking through through our Lord, as how how He sees me and the treasures that He has uh, put into me, the power of the Holy Spirit working to me, and and then what I spoke mattered, and and with authority and with power and with 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 grace and truth and. And that uh, I stood up straighter. I I I talked more boldly about uh, what's possible. And uh, faith, given us a measure of faith, it's impossible to please God without faith. I was able to see things much bigger and broader, and than ever before, uh, uh, of what's possible. And and I said, well, why not me? Uh, and very boldly, after having some entrepreneurial experiences, uh, I was in 1983, and 1983 uh, decided that I was going to buy a business. I didn't have any money, had mortgage like everybody else, working for a great company called Federal Express, and, and doing very successful there, and in their sales hall of fame, and uh, doing really well there. And, and, but I always wanted to own my own business. And as a result of that, in 1983, I, I began to seek the possibility of me, me owning a business because I knew that uh, that was my destiny. And so in 1983, I convinced a guy to sell me his business for nothing down. I leveraged his business to give him a down payment on his business, and then he carried back the rest. And they called it a leverage buyout. I said I did. And in 1984, 1984 uh, developed this business, which was actually a business that an auditing of freight bills. And then we had a brokerage operation. In 1987, began to understand the significance of undercharges assessed by the various carriers. And as a result of that, convinced one of the largest uh, 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 carriers, railroad carriers, to do business with me, the Union Pacific Railroad, who I had previously worked for, to do business with me. And I'm wondering how I'm going to do, handle, and manage all these freight invoices uh, for, for undercharges assessed by the railroads, which had never been done in the history of the railroads. And so, as a result of that, built one of the first land systems networks in 1987 on a necessity to solve a business problem. 
Right, right. <laughs> As a result of that, developed this this company called Transport Administrative Services. Uh, we're servicing. I had every class one railroad west of the Mississippi. Evolving out of that, I said, "What in the business am I in? Using technology in a new revolutionary way, or am I using? Uh, am I uh, in the business of auditing freight bills? Recognizing the importance of technology moving forward, started this company called Worldwide Technology in 1990 with five people and 4,000 square feet. Wow." Can you give us, I mean, you gave us a little bit of an idea of the nature of your business. Uh, I mean, people would understand worldwide, and they'd understand the word technology, but any particular technology that you're focusing on in your in your business? We have a platform that actually is uh, solving a business, solu- uh, providing business solutions. Okay. Uh, uh, and platforms that allow them to enable their business to be more effective in the marketplace. We okay. also are... Uh, transforming using uh, we're using digital transformation in order for them to to realize revenue streams that uh, they could have never realized before as a result of the digital transformation that we do within other organizations as well so well, they consider us a systems integrator but we're much much more than that when it comes to transforming businesses so it sounds like the, one of the lessons from a leader's point of view for those leaders listening is is that a capacity to to see yourself as God sees you and not as you might see yourself in a kind of short sighted fashion? Would that be fair? Uh, that that would be fair. That that would be fair because uh, I have um, two children, uh, David and Kimberly, this next generation, and they've seen me go through the various iterations of, of businesses and evolution of that. And and I'm a serial entrepreneur. I guess it is. And I see things, uh, see things a little differently than most. It says my people perish for the lack of a vision, and um, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I guess I'm a visionary from that standpoint. Uh, and I encourage my kids to to follow their call uh, for their lives and to get the fullest potential. And many people may or may not know this. Both my children are uh, producers of ones in movies and one is in animation. And uh, one one has won two Oscars uh, for the for movie production, and the other one has won one Oscar for movie for animation. And all I will say to you is that um, they only watch what their father has done, you know, and the the possibilities. And that has never ever happened in any one family, first of all, and second of all, let alone a, a black family. Uh, as well, and so uh, I think it's because they see themselves differently than other people tend to, to think of them as. Uh, they think of them uh, themselves as as their uh, my <laughs> they, as I think of myself as uh, a child of the King and joint heir in Christ Jesus and Abraham C. And that makes you uh, uh, look a little higher, a little broader, and the possibilities are endless. Well, that's fabulous. What a lovely story. And congratulations. That sounds like a, like quite something to happen to a family. Um, Brandon, it seems to me looking at the book that one of the key turning points for you was was choosing to launch uh, biblical business training. Would that be fair? Yes, definitely a, a, a fascinating, uh, you know, God's plan. I, I one, one thing I'll say just to echo Dave and 
not only his journey, but his, his uh, kids' journey and their success is that, you know, Romans 8, 28, right? Uh, God works all things for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And, and my plan was never to start a Bible study group. Yeah, right. Let me just, I just want to say that biblical business training today <laughs> serves, right, groups and leaders all across the country and beyond. And the turning point when I resigned, if you, if you look at a timeline in, in October of 2010, when I resigned, uh, that's, that was definitely a moment to my CEO, who remains a, a, f- a close friend and mentor to this day. But his, in his shock and awe, like, are you serious that you're going to make this transition? What led up to that were so many important faith steps that led up to that, that, that transitional moment. And, and so just to, just to share a few, because folks are often interested in, in this discernment process, for the first is is obviously God's word, and I saw God's word transform the men and women around a conference room table, transform our lives, our lives around this table, beginning a few years earlier when, again, God led me to start a Bible study. I did not want to do it. Uh, after a couple days of resistance, he uh, connected me with a coworker with whom I didn't work closely but new, and, and we started this Bible study. And within a few weeks, this was Thursday mornings before uh, start time for work at 8 o'clock, so we met at 7. We met a bit earlier than the official work day in a kind of conference room out of the way. I was amazed. So again, the discernment of seeing God's word transform our lives. So for your listeners to capture this, 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 this visual that... Regardless of where we come from, regardless of what our our faith backgrounds or no faith backgrounds are, we come together at work, and for most of us, that's a big chunk of our lives. And for me, God had been working working through my life and leading me up to this point, I'll say, to see how his word is so applicable to what we did every day. And when, when his word is shared and studied, in Dave's first book, Doing Business by the Good Book, which was published in 2004, was our first curriculum. We studied the book of James, and then we pivoted to his book, which he gladly gave to us and blessed us with to study. And it, it does address how do you apply God's word at work. So that pivotal moment, come back to your question, while the evidence of that was probably in 2010 and then 2011 on as I focused my energies all on biblical business training the seed that was sown by dave and by others and being in his word and that's the other thing i want to share about the discernment process is not only is it being in his word but it's also being surrounded by uh, brothers and sisters in christ who are evenly yoked equally focused on god's will back to romans 8 28 love him and are called according to his purpose there's a lot of ups and downs twists and turns and we need we need, I need, I'll say first person, I needed Dave and many others, including my wife, Lisa, and others to help me discern the way forward to that pivotal moment and then to what's happened since then. God is, God is so good. That's, fa- that's fabulous to hear. And you say all over the country, what, what are we talking in terms of the numbers of, of studies that take place? Well, we've served, we've served groups all across the country and across the world, uh, hundreds of groups over time and, and with different churches as well. And I'm glad you asked because this is an area that we are so well poised 
to scale. Now your, your, your audience, obviously the UK based, but anywhere someone wants to come together in person is a challenge as we know in many cases now, but virtually BBT has designed an app that allows these Bible studies with all of the resources needed. So there's, there's, there's studies that go along with Dave's book, my book. We actually gave the book, if you will, copyright and all to biblical business training. So it's a resource uh, for your, your listeners to check it out at leadershipbythegoodbook.org. So literally every dollar that would come to us as co-authors goes directly to this nonprofit ministry to support it. And so wherever, to your point, wherever people are, they're able to access this, these resources and study together, um, ultimately, hopefully in person as, as we're able to do that over time, uh, but also virtually. So BBT's scale is global and its reach and its resources are there. And we encourage, if you would, check out leadershipbythegoodbook.org or b-b-t.org. So my thanks to uh, David and to Brandon. Uh, do log on to Premier's own website and find uh, archives to Leadership Flyer, including this one in due course. Look forward to your company again next Sunday at four. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>